This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, we were just in a Cracked video together that you can see on the site right now. You're not going to believe this, but the video's about Donald Trump. You can also see us telling jokes right to your face on April 7th, provided you live in Kansas City. Don't miss that. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. Also joining me, he's an editor at Cracked who writes a weekly column for the site called No Hands. He also does a lot of video stuff, and I don't mean that in a sex way, but we can never really be sure about these kind of things, can we? Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Sargent. It's going to be a great show. If there's a pocket you're not using for something, you just stuff a sock in there or something so it bulges out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cargo shorts. I got my own personal cans on my head today. Extra bass headphones. I sound <clears throat> sexy to myself. Are we recording? <laughs> I know. I know we are. Right. But it's, you're coming out on the other end like, <laughs> <laughs> just don't know. <laughs> that would, that'd be fine, too. I'd be into that. We, uh, we're recording a podcast today. Our technical difficulties are hopefully over. I shouldn't even say anything. Don't say anything. There's, there's no promise of that yet. Everything's fine, guys. No Josh Sargent is here. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's gone. I did the intro already, but I did it like a week ago because we were going to record this and then we had to cancel. But so, so much in my life has changed over the last week. I was talking to Josh. <laughs> Haven't even introduced you yet, Alex. No one Jesus. knows you're here. They're gonna think you're me. <laughs> hey guys, Alex is here. Hey, what's up? How's hey, it going? How you doing? It's going great. <laughs> really good. A, a lot of uncertainty. Technically, you know, the hardest no. part of the show for me is the first few minutes because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment this week and me. We didn't get to do this last week. Yeah. We've got this far. We're, we're making it. Yeah, we just shredded Technical Difficulties face-off. Yeah. With some sick riffs. Yeah, that would be a good idea. All right, Josh, now you go. Play something. Just play something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I played the first thing, so you can <laughs> that was, keep up. That was Alex doing acapella. That was fun. Okay, this is going well so far. So my uh, podcast, my podcast. Now we're off the rails. You already. have a podcast? Yeah, we. Oh, I've is already, it good? I've I already listened to no, it. No, no, it's <laughs> fucking awful. I certainly wouldn't listen to it. My column this week is about stories that prove internet backlash doesn't matter because it doesn't. If you've if you've ever been the victim of it, 
you know the best thing to do is nothing. And that shit will just go away. Yeah. Would you agree? The power of silence, it just evaporates if, if there's anger being directed toward you. Yeah, just yes. don't, don't engage. It's worked for me. I think there have been cases where the backlash doesn't stop, but that's, yeah. those are the anomalies. And if it crosses into real life, it's a huge problem and, and a crime. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I because the distinction that is immediately happening to mind is like we, we wrote an article about what happened to Zoe Quinn. Like that internet backlash pointedly didn't go yeah, away when she ignored time. it. But that's right. one for every like hundred cases of internet backlash. Yeah. Because that backlash was like that's the gamergate thing, right? Yeah. So that like that well, was a whole movement of awful. That's yeah, a different yeah, situation than we're we're gonna talk about the Cecil the Lion right. fella. There's a difference between everyone on Facebook, all your moms and the people you went to high school with seeing a story and being like, Oh, I'm upset about this and then moving on to the next story the next day. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. There's a difference between your moms and, and high school sweethearts getting upset about something for 24 hours on Facebook and your Gamergate crew getting really upset about something and having something in their craw, if you will, for a few weeks. Yeah, because yeah. it's like their whole world. And they, they it's just like the anger that they are directing towards. They're like organizing it on Reddit and 8chan and shit instead of just... It being yeah. something that is in the mainstream news. Because, like, the only thing people heard about Zoe Quinn was Gamergate, as opposed to, like, Cecil the Lion, where the story is the lion. Yeah. I just feel like that's a <laughs> distinction that's important to draw. Maybe yeah. I'm crazy, but... No, no, it's good. Yeah, it, once, it, once it crosses into doxing <clears throat> and photoshopping fake porn of them and mailing them things in the mail, then that's like, that, that's horrible. It's an actual crime. But, like, <laughs> if, if the people yeah. who are mad at you are getting it out through Facebook posts, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the Cecil the Lion thing, that guy, it impacted his life, but he also was apparently in a good enough spot in life where he could just be like, cool, I'm just not going to work for a few months, and then I'll be back. Yeah. Because he had a dental practice. He probably just slotted uh, a roadie in to handle his yeah. <laughs> dental stuff while he was out, his understudy or whatever the fuck dentist The do. dude who usually carries up the chair in the morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been watching this guy for 20 years. I can do it. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a dentist that has fly to Africa and shoot lions money. So yeah. clearly yeah. he's he has some He takes six, month, six months off money as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that helps. That helps. Yeah, I mean, shooting the lion was bad. I don't know that he knew all of... Like, did he know it was Cecil? Like, Who knew it was Cecil? I didn't know that Cecil was a thing. Yeah, yeah like, I had never heard of Everyone's like, oh, this lion. is a famous lion. Yeah. I'm sorry, the only famous lions I know are cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I feel like this is a thing that probably happens a lot. Like, people must be able to just pay money to go over there and shoot lions, which sucks... But I feel like it was a little harsh. The part where people kind of assumed, well, that's the lion. I want to, I want to shoot Cecil specifically. Like, that's obviously not what he had in mind. And he did, like, all the necessary shit you have to do to be able to shoot a lion overseas. It's still awful. But, yeah, I didn't really get the backlash in the first place. But then it really went away fast, it seemed like. Well, yeah, I, was, I, I don't remember exactly. Did he technically break any game laws like did he i think he like crossed into a preserve and that was the problem or something whereas if he 
shot a lion on the regular land, it was okay? Something like that. Yeah, I think they tricked it into coming out of the preserve. Yeah. And it's almost immaterial, because it's like nobody nobody was mad at him for breaking the laws about shooting lions. They were mad at him because we like lions, and yeah. it's easy to just be like, oh, you're like a villain trophy hunter from the early 19th century going over there. And, yeah. The late 19th century, rather. I think yeah. Jason Pargin has some more information about this, but I believe he said something along the lines of that it's illegal to kill lions or anything in this preserve, but I forget which country it was in. They sell hunting Africa. license. Africa. Yes, yeah, the, the country, country of Africa. Africa. So they, it's illegal to hunt stuff in that country, but their preservation efforts are funded by the selling of hunting licenses. So they let some animals get killed and they charge Americans exorbitant amounts of money and that money, $100,000 or whatever per head, goes back into the overall effort to stop. That sounds so much like the argument for jacking up the price of an AIDS drug. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's the exact same thing. They're like, no, but we have to do it and then we just use that money and do more research. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I don't say I'm not saying I agree with it, but that's what what the uh, I mean, it makes sense. The business was behind it. Whatever he paid probably would go a long way toward those preservation efforts. Is it also not the premise of the Hunger Games that you have? (laughs) Isn't that how it works? Like I didn't see the any Hunger of those Games, movies. and then the money from the Hunger Games goes into feeding, keeping people from being hungry. I can't. I, I think so. I have seen the movies. I can't remember anything that happened. I, I bought some of those the tickets when I was seen the movies, but I don't remember. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I took they, four years of Spanish too, but <laughs> they give it. A, it's like a, speak Spanish. It's like to remind the districts that they rebelled against the capital and they shouldn't have done that. Like it's oh. all funded as a propaganda thing. Oh. So okay, then it's the premise of it's the premise of Twilight, surely, right? Some something else. Sarge is such in the pocket of the capital. (laughs) She's like, no, it goes to fun. Monster, the Hunger Games are off. (laughs) If you're listening at home, he has crazy blue hair and a really (laughs) weird suit, and and his pant legs are on fire. (laughs) It's very exciting. Yeah, there's. uh, I sent an article for this part of the podcast from the Washington Post, and it covers. What is this guy's name? Walter even? Palmer. Yeah. Walter Palmer. I like Cecil the Lion guy better. Coming back to work, finally. And depending on what picture you look at, it either looks like a huge fiasco, which that would be any picture where he's surrounded by millions of reporters. And then they show the people protesting, and there's like four of them. And one, one of them's a dog. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of them's a dog. There's like no one there. No one gives a shit. But there's like 50 reporters. Yeah, they look like they were on a walk, and then just somebody gave them signs. Like, it's just, oh, I do this? All right. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, it, like... it, it looks a lot like that. Yeah, you think if it was a bigger crowd, there would be a picture of a lot more people. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not, if, if you could make it seem like a bigger protest, you certainly would from a news standpoint. But no, that dog just... looks so uninterested in being yeah, the there. W- yeah, that dog's like I'd have killed that. The actual lion animal too. there, Everybody who everyone's protesting, uninterested. Yeah, yeah the, that one woman is clearly just walking her dog and is stuck behind the other woman with the sign. Yeah, none mm. of these women look like Cecil the Lion protesters. They look like women who, who, like... <laughs> who would shoot Cecil the Lion also if he would make a good <laughs> stew. None of them are dressed as lions, and a lion costume is easy. Yeah, yeah. That would really get your point across. Yeah, that's disappointing. And you have, like, a collar that says Cecil, so everyone knows which one, which lion you are. Yeah, I really would like to talk to these women and just know if 
they actually showed up to protest or if they just were there and reporters handed them signs and were like, here, protest for this story. If you're one of these women, please please contact Adam Brown. Because we know you're listening. His cell phone number is... You do look like unpopular opinion listeners. Is that Cecil? <laughs> yeah. He looks like it. It says, Who the caption the says, knows? poses with a lion, not Cecil, that he killed in this undated file photo. Oh. It's just a picture. Damn, he's just so he killed down, another lion. Taking down and lions fine. left and right. Yeah. And right after this happened, Jimmy Kimmel did like a, he talked about it in his monologue and he fucking cried because Jimmy Kimmel panders to the internet so fucking hard. And he started crying and he, he was like, First of all, why would you even want to shoot a lion? Because it's rad, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be like, cool. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it, and I think shooting a lion is... I, I like don't think you should shoot lions. Yeah, I've never gone hunting in my life. But I'm, it's not like I'm like, why would anyone do that? Clearly, because it's awesome. Because yeah, it's got to yeah. be great to kill a giant animal with a magical piece of metal that fires projectiles and makes a loud noise. It's awesome. I'm sure it's awesome awesome. to take angel dust and like run around and destroy a city. That I do. You can't can't do that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But you can shoot a lion if you have enough money and you go to Africa. Well, it's, it's like also, the purge for shooting lions. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also the thing where when we were talking before about how is Cecil the Lion famous? I've never heard of him. I right, I've never heard of him at all. But like, I think, well, all great artists don't become popular till after they die. <laughs> like everyone knows that. You know, until someone yeah. kills you. And he was twenty-seven, right? Yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, I think like it's a thing where he didn't need to be famous because with any of these stories, rat rage builds up. Like, I don't want animals to be harmed, but the outrage builds up really fast because animals are like the one character in a news story that's innocent automatically. Like that's the one character who has yeah. done nothing wrong, no matter what. So as soon as you just put a name on one, that's worth outrage immediately. Which, like as soon as that which, happens. Listen, not always true because like I've seen blackfish and I get that that whale was kept in African American <laughs> fish, please. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you. I get that that whale was kept in captivity, but a lot of whales were kept in captivity without killing people. This whale was just kind of a dick about it. Like, it <laughs> killed three people, and now I'm, spo- like, I'm supposed to feel sorry for that whale? Give me a documentary about the whale that, like, is really chill with everyone <laughs> and still lives under brutal conditions, but is still like, no, I understand. You have a job to do. You're running SeaWorld. <laughs> right. Like, that's a documentary. Don't, don't try and make me feel sorry for a fucking killer yeah, whale. Yeah, Tim Robbins. Living up to its Tim name. Tim Robbins in Shawshank Whale. Who's yeah. Like, who's, like, quietly, subtly doing his time, but also yeah. trying he's, to escape. He's doing, yeah. he's doing the, the, uh, the, taxes. the former taxes. Yeah, yeah right. he's just doing everything. <laughs> Little visor on and yeah. just tapping it. Yeah, uh, organizing. I the like library. cartoons. I'm not feeling sorry for the blackfish whale. And then at the end, Morgan Freeman comes in and goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we weren't gonna have sound effects today. No, awesome. We got Michael Winslow here. <laughs> that guy. I, I was gonna go see him do stand up in Madison, Wisconsin, and he canceled. That would have been so amazing to just see him do ninety minutes of fucking robot noises. You know who White Michael Winslow is, guy from Police yeah, Academy. Yeah. And and Spaceballs. He's the, the yeah. radar guy. He yeah. did a set at Bonnaroo a couple years ago. I did not go, but he was there. <laughs> and it made for great great web content afterwards. They did a YouTube video of him sneaking up on people with a megaphone and being Michael Winslow. He should have just done Ooh. a daft punk set. That would have been sick. With his mouth. I would have been there. Yeah. At 1.30 a.m. Did they like ironically book him? Like why was he at Bonnaroo? They have all sorts of weird people there. Okay. That just yeah. fe- that just feels like not a not a hip 
uh, right? I don't know. No, because like the nostalgia factor <laughs> yeah. from okay. Police Academy and Spaceballs. They had Weird Al play like a 2 a.m. set there, which is prime time for Bonnaroo. Yeah. <laughs> did he did he spend the whole day deciding who to parody and then like do it on the spot? Was that Maybe. the idea? <laughs> like, just yeah. gather that Saturday's bands and then... That would have been awesome. All right, so Cecil the Lion. Do we have anything else to say about Cecil the Lion? We should get back well, the on point, Yeah, the point is that the backlash ended like everyone was really mad for like five days and then it ended and now nothing has changed yeah you can still go kill cecil the lion if you want yeah yeah it, and no he's dead no i mean he's you, already you, dead. Can, <laughs> you can name another lion cecil and oh him. true yeah i'll do that you can do a val kilmer impression and like walk off a bridge being like i'm going um, to sort it out and then uh, shoot i'm your yeah lion. once you kill it you can name it whatever you want yeah i think yeah. the the real test would be to see how his business is you know a year later this was september 2015 when he went back to work it's been about six months since he went back to work how's his business doing have people left have people decided to go to one of the other 20 dentists that are in the area he's in minneapolis they have dentists there the thing about the internet and like even the news in general is people are still really ignorant he's still gonna have a ton of patients Who've never even heard of the oh, Cecil yeah. the Lion shit? Yeah. Like there will be people who like, see him on TV and don't even put right. two and two together. And then one day they'll show up and go like, "Oh, you're that guy. All right, fix my fucking tooth." Like no one's gonna bolt out when they realize he's the lion. Maybe guy. he'll shoot me. Yeah, like I can't imagine that it would affect his business. I'm sure he's got. I don't know. Some, like he might have some cra- kid comes in my in a lion costume the- and he just shoots it. If my my dentist was the Cecil the Lion Killer, I probably wouldn't go to him again. I bet his Yelp reviews are terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, if I was on Yelp looking for One out of five, got shot in the head. (laughs) It's just signed Cecil. (laughs) But if if I was on there and read reviews and a bunch of them were like, this guy killed a lion in Africa... I'd be like, all right, but how is he with teeth? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if he's like a diamond in the rough now? Like, he's the best dentist in Minnesota, but no one goes there because he shot a fucking lion, and I'm getting a bargain on a root canal now. <laughs> I'm still into it. Sorry, Cease. Well, it is, because also, if you were, like, out of the country or something the week this story happened, you just missed it. Like, Because yeah. any, any story, even if it's a story that legitimately deserves outrage, if it's a story like this where the way it's reported is constructed to push your outrage buttons very specifically. Once that button's pushed, there's no reason to keep it going. Like, yeah. it's just done. Like, as, yeah. as soon as we've all had that hit of, oh, my God, I'm going to leave an angry Yelp review because that's yeah. all I can do and I'm going to bother yeah, to do, you've then done it's over. Part. Then it's, like, past. And if you come back from your trip somewhere, you're like, oh, what's been happening? I don't know. Yeah, and you wouldn't even have had to have been out of the country. You could have just had shit to do that week. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, oh, man, I didn't spend, you know, an hour a day just staring blankly at my Facebook feed this week, so I totally missed the yeah. Cecil the Lion. Yeah, I was story. moving, so I was without internet for two days. I know right. nothing about Cecil the Lion. I was at a late-night Michael Winslow set at Bonnery. So I, <laughs> I was doing Angel Dust and destroying a city. Yeah. I just missed <laughs> Michael Winslow did all these cat noises. It was really weird. He was sad about it. I don't know what it, I don't know what it meant. Good set though. I want to just put a picture of like the ghost and the, the lion from the Ghost in the Darkness up, and then a picture of Val Kilmer and have it be like he killed Cecil the Lion. I just really like that movie. I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to continue to reference it to the rest of the podcast. 
we're going to hold you to that. Cool. What should we talk about next? I want to talk about uh, one that Josh sent, Underage Red. Oh, yeah. This this is my favorite internet yeah. outrage story because it illustrates exactly how it works. There's uh, this woman, Parker Malloy, wrote an article on Medium about how she one day was taking pictures of lipstick and making jokes about the names just yeah. to kill time or yeah. whatever for any of the millions of reasons you sometimes take pictures of things and make jokes about them on Twitter. Because it was Sephora, right? And they have a bunch of goofy ones, just like non-outrageous ones. or, or Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was just like, oh, weird makeup names. And one of them was called Underage Red. And her joke was, how on earth is this a lipstick color? Which, okay, not really a joke, but... Yeah, barely <laughs> even a joke. It's an and observation. It's a light an observation. observation. Like, and yeah, and it's like, and it is funny on its own. Like, why would you name your lipstick underage? That's kind of strange. Yeah, that is And then, weird. yeah, she posted it. Right now it looks like it has 94 retweets, which is pretty good. For, it's like yeah. moderately successful. More retweets than faves, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, Usually yeah. you got to trade in like five to ten faves for one retweet. Yeah, and so... Suspend social media minute with Brett Raven <laughs> and Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> and after... <laughs> so, so she sent that tweet up, and then, you know, when she tells the story later, she says she basically just forgot about it. And she communicates in this article mainly through GIFs. Of course. But then... Some people decided that this was an example of her being outraged and were outraged at her outrage. What? So it became, I can't believe, you can't even make a lipstick called Underage Red without offending the internet. And it kind of built, this yeah. response to the outrage built until it got to the point where, is it Dita Von Teese who runs it? Like, who is the... Was oh, it? Kat Von I think Dean. it was Kat, Kat Von, Von Dean. Dean. Yeah, Kat Von Dean. Kat, Kat Von Dean came out and made this statement on their Facebook page about how they were never going to bow to political correctness or whatever. Yeah, and she she lists all these different articles people wrote. Yeah. The internet is outraged over Sephora's new lipstick name. Yeah, five makeup names just as offensive as <laughs> Underage Red. Yeah. Underage Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what the uh, five other ones were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got me. Got me. Can't wait to click yeah, on this. Yeah, what are they? I'm not really a whore. <laughs> yeah, that's more offensive. Yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> What's Miso... a tire jack? I don't know what that is. Me so happy it. with this color. That is, uh, that is offensive. Yeah. What? That's pretty bad. Give me more. More spelled like that's... Othello. Well, also, so four, four out of the five of these are by the same company. And they're just, so they're clearly doing the Urban Outfitters thing of like, oh, we made a Kent State sweatshirt with blood on it. And then they yeah. take it down immediately. But you're a story for a day. And the other they, one. I think they're just pushing that. Do they, they still all... sell that sweatshirt? No, they took it down right away. They, oh. they got a story out of it. Yeah. And the other company is Naughty Nails. One. Nails with a Z. Ooh. There it is. But then theirs yeah, is called uh, yeah. I'm Not Really a Whore, which yeah. isn't naughty and at all. And then they, like, the rest of their <laughs> polishes are called Dirty Slut, Nympho, Trophy Wife, and Gold Digger. That's their... They're the garbage pail kids of makeup. <laughs> right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's their brand. They just say weird things on their makeup. <laughs> and they have one called Brazen Hussy. <laughs> Sounds like something your grandpa would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He's a brazen hussy. Right. It's from the year lipstick was invented. Yeah. <laughs> was the first one yeah this i thought this was a really good example of like she said manufactured outrage and so many people ran with it like there were people on both sides eventually like people who were mad about the lipstick color there were people who were mad at her for being mad about the lipstick color and 
like she pointed out, the tweet didn't even have an exclamation point in it. Right. Oh. It she just said, said, how is this a lipstick color? Yeah. She yeah. Does. She's not blaming them. She's just like, hey, it's funny that we mention the age of consent in this lipstick color. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, a, yeah. And, and then that's when people jump in. Really? Are you that prude? Get over it, says <laughs> Jason Kaplan. If you don't wait, if you don't like it, don't. But it freedom of speech, freedom to buy what one wants, as you have freedom to complain. It's a name. I think she's supporting her. You do have freedom to complain. I don't know. Wait, that was a... If you don't like it, but if you don't like it, don't butt it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely, don't butt it. Uh huh. The and same that... way orgasm and deep throat are blushes in '69 as a lipstick color. Find something real to be offended over. And then this one's just talking. This guy is just talking about Shakespeare there. Yeah, much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. Whoa. <laughs> John Lennon did it? He got it? King Lear. <laughs> yeah. A Midsummer was... Night's Dream, Adam. <laughs> guys, In... guys, guys, guys. <laughs> Cymbeline. <laughs> Sonnets. And look at Kat Mike Von D's response. Yeah. These wild and horrific accusations proclaiming that any aspect of my makeup line would ever... Like, come on. Like, no one was that mad. I refuse to sacrifice my integrity and creative freedom. No, I will not be pulling underage red from my collection. And no, this is not an apology. It reminds me of when Ben Carson had that sign. It was like, I'm still not afraid to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. No one is. (laughs) We all do it. I'm well, Jewish and I, I'm not afraid to celebrate yeah. Christmas at all. When also Love the, it. Then this story about this is kind of another layer of it because I'm sure a lot of the reports of others, oh, all this outrage, and then this cataloging the outrage, it lists like six tweets and like we couldn't get through some of them because they weren't even like cleared of typos properly. And like there's a third of a billion people on Twitter. Anytime people want to be like, oh, look at all this outrage that's happening, they can just pull 10 people. Yeah. yeah, out of a sea of of nuts who yeah. I don't even who whose usernames are all one of them was like Biz Agent Limmers sixty seven something like that it doesn't even <laughs> it's not even, even a person sixty nine yeah yeah that was much ado about nothing guy <laughs> yeah and the thing good name Biz Agent Limmers when you're on Twitter when a bunch of people are attacking you on Twitter it feels like a bunch of people all in the same place yeah, yeah. like doing the same thing like a collective effort. But those are people spread all around the world. That's like four people in fucking Turkmenistan. Right. And then like... Well, a lot of people in Turkmenistan care about this. Yeah. (laughs) And then like two people in LA, which weird ratio, I know. And they're just spread everywhere. So it's really not. Like if you just give it time, like unless like it's that rare case where it escalates into something. Into like a real life assault. In real life. But yeah, a, like most of the time, if you just don't engage, it just kind of goes away. Yeah. Or it was just never that massive of a storm in the first place. Yeah. Like it's something that will just happen. Yeah. Alex, did you have one you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Uh, Jonah Lehrer. Yeah, this Lehrer? is one. I, I hadn't know, heard but... anything about this one. So he uh, was a really, really, really well-regarded nonfiction feature writer and and author and got into like a lot of psychology and and how the brain works and things like that. But he got caught in one of his books plagiarizing some things and also fabricating some Bob Dylan quotes. 
and in the process of that was sort of shamed and held up as like this is an example of someone who you know has has destroyed the integrity of journalism and and right. this uh, how could someone you know that we've elevated so far fall so far and that was bad for him and he that particular book was pulled off shelves and then the, it was a story for a time and he's somebody who still kind of has that scarlet letter of oh I've done this thing but he's kind of turned that into his new career he sort of put himself in a spot where afterwards he now will do speeches where he's paid thousands of dollars to talk about the experience of it. And the Slate story I was reading about said he had a couple possible books in the works about being the person who had plagiarized things in a book. And it's sort of a thing where even somebody who definitely gets caught and has some non-internet related real life repercussions like it's still kind of worked out internet wise like yeah. he just found a new role and is doing all right well that kind of happened with james fry too like, yeah i was gonna yeah. say the same thing it seemed like he was gonna be working fast food after oprah fucking annihilated him on her show yeah but then like over time people were kind of like oprah was harsh <laughs> like that was a little harsh oprah <laughs> Because when you heard the backstory, like he didn't write that book as a memoir, his publishing company was like, let's just kind of push it as a memoir and see what happens. And he just kind of went along with it. Yeah, he was like, will this mean food money? Because if so, yes. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And Oprah brought him on and was like, I endorsed you on my book club, you monster. (laughs) Like like he kidnapped a kid or something and just shamed the shit out of him. But then eventually people came around and were like, yeah, it was still a good book, though. And now he's writing books again, I think, right? Yeah, am really, am yeah. I wrong that he picked up screenwriting work? Like, he just kind of got into fiction. Yeah, like, he's obviously... <laughs> yeah, people were like, well, that's, yeah, the book's not bad, yeah. though. So. Yeah, he's yeah. obviously a good writer. <laughs> the Owls of Gahul. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really no, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a true story. That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his memoirs. <laughs> Turns out. I wonder if it's something similar is probably going on with Stephen Glass. I don't know if you remember that from the early 2000s. Oh. They, they made it into a movie with the Hayden Christensen, Christensen and Peter oh. Sarsgaard, Shattered Glass. But that was a guy who was a reporter who made up a bunch of stuff, and it was kind of a scandal, but it was yeah. kind of like early 2000s, maybe late 90s, so went away. So but he, I'm sure this guy, I'm sure this Stephen Glass guy is probably getting paid yeah. to make, yeah. to give speeches about, hey, this is what I learned from lying to everybody well yeah and and also any of those plagiarism stories turn into an opportunity for journalists to talk about journalism which they love and then also journalists to by implication tout their own or or even just directly in what they're writing about it talk like kind of tout how hard they're working to be honest and fair and not rip stuff off yeah yeah it's so hard to write real journalism instead of these fake Outrage stories like this one and this one and this one and this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this it sort of reminds me what you're saying about um the million little pieces guy and this guy is it sort of reminds me of what a lot of Chuck C. Johnson or the Amazing Atheist or like the other people who have careers that are kind of based off of acting outraged at stuff and getting people outraged at their crazy fucking opinions and sending them to their own channel that they run. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, Chuck C. Johnson will just will go up there and say something like, "We need to give bears driver's license," and then everyone's like, "That's <laughs> insane!" And then he's like, "Ah, look at me and my light driver's license plan for bears," <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know what his fucking opinions Is are. Is he really going to do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's terrifying. Why not sharks? <laughs> next. If you're going to give Bears driver's license. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Where does it end, Chuck Johnson? 
Well, isn't, isn't one of his opinions that uh, in at least some cases we need to know the names of rape victims? Like, we need to put that out there and have it be a known thing? I think that was one of the... Yeah, he's not a great dude. <laughs> yeah. No. By any means. And then if you look, like, he's written for all these really big outlets. I think he's a big My Chemical Romance fan, too, which is... Is that what? Is that why he gets to write for all those places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no. oh, you're into My Chemical Romance, too. <laughs> Come write for the Wall Street Journal. Him and Shkreli can hang out. Yeah. Shkreli! Sure Shkreli loves MCR. Retweet this, Martin Shkreli. <laughs> Please. That's the thing. People overestimate the impact the internet has on almost anything. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've always called it the snakes on a plane effect. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought snakes on a plane was going to be gigantic, and then, no. It was just the yeah. internet getting excited about it. But once that shit hits the real world... It, it doesn't have the same kind of translation. And, like, when Martin Shkreli tweeted the column I wrote about him, people were like, oh, man, you must be getting millions of hits now. <laughs> it's like, no, he's got, like, 100,000 Twitter followers. Like, do, do you not yeah, know how the internet 15 works? 15 of them saw it. Yeah, it's uh, like, I didn't notice anything from it. Like, I yeah. barely knew he retweeted it. Yeah, it's because it's cause everything looks bigger on the internet because yeah. every, because it's, it's you get to on see... Somewhere. Everyone in there's that, and then the fact that everybody in the world who has this opinion is immediately put into like this one. You just click on the hashtag, and then it's every single person in the world who has X opinion. And it, and then our brains are still, you know, because we evolved to live in a society of like 300 people, and that's how our brains still work. Is 300 people is everyone in the world? So we see that, and it's like, wow, everybody in the world gives a shit about this. Actually, 30 consecutive worlds. Yeah, <laughs> care about this about about season of the lion, and then you know, no, it's yeah. Once the internet gets a like a movement going, like snakes on the plane, but also the Watchmen. I remember like when the Watchmen was coming out, there seemed to be this like opinion on the internet that it was just going to be this really huge, gigantic movie, and I was like, no, that movie's not going to do that well. No one fucking knows Watchmen, and I was writing for this bullshit movie site at the time. And I turned in an article about why Watchmen is going to fail. And she wrote back and was like, are you sure? It's the best-selling comic book of all time. (laughs) Like, okay, motherfucker, no, it's the best-selling graphic novel. (laughs) It's a very different thing. (laughs) Nobody knows Spider-Man's not in it. Yeah, and it's probably not. Yeah, I don't even think it is. is. But she was so offended that I, I would go against the prevailing opinion on the Internet at the time. Which was, whoa, Watchmen Mania. I was like, I'm sure it'll be a fine movie, but it's not going to kill at the box office. And people get really deluded by that. They hear this uprising on the internet and they're like, yep, that's what everyone thinks. No, it's just what the people you know online think. That's why movie studios aren't really crazy about Comic-Con anymore because it seemed five, ten years ago... If you showed some footage at Comic-Con, wow, all the nerds like it. Everyone's going to like it. Yeah. They found that something performing well at Comic-Con doesn't really mean anything. These people are going to see your stinking Spider-Man movie anyways. But it's not really actually going to generate excitement on a, on a broader level. That's what worries me about Bernie Sanders. Like, he's such an internet movement. And I don't know that all of these people are really in tune with what that means. Like, you can't just fucking tweet about it and have him magically win the election well i, like I voted already vote. by tweeting feel the burn right yeah <laughs> well yeah yeah if you i mean if you use the right hashtag it counts or you can just text it to a number 
But like yeah. I like I don't imagine a ton of feel the burn people are showing up to primaries. Yeah. Like you have to go out and actually do things. Is you it can't that, just talk about it on the internet? Isn't that yeah. a problem that all these young people, like his base is all young people. They don't go they don't vote in primaries. Yeah. Well, yeah. They don't vote in caucuses. Holy shit, you vote in primaries? <laughs> I know, I just pray. I pray yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, and even when like Bernie just uh, won by a little bit in Michigan, but like a lot of the news I read about that said no, it was the like debate in town hall they did right before that, you know, on like TV and yeah. stuff. Like that's what pushed that one, and also demographics and things. Like like the yeah. fact that every time I open Reddit now, it's just a list of Hillary Clinton scandals. Like that's not really like I Reddit know, yeah, isn't why to... he won in the Michigan primary. <laughs> like... I had to unsubscribe from politics, which is one of the ones that kind of is a default one that you're subscribed to yeah, when you yeah. create an account. I'm like, because I can't deal with it. What are you people going to do in three months when it's Trump versus Hillary? Like, which, which is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. All you people who have been slamming Hillary on Reddit for the last year are going to now be posting a bunch of pro-Hillary stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and since we're talking about the election already, I feel like the election, this current election kind of plays into the same idea that mm-hmm. internet backlash isn't what it used to be. Like, we got a pitch from someone for an article about things that'll happen in an election. And one of the points was, at some point, someone's going to have a picture taken of them that's going to just define their campaign. And I don't think that's going to happen this time. Like, Michael Dukakis had the fucking tank photo that everyone was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you look like a dork. We'll never vote for you. There's so much of that. Robert Evans brought it up in his interview with the Carson campaign manager. There's so much of that now that it doesn't affect people the same way. Like, we're used to seeing people look silly on the internet. We're used to people getting caught saying shit, and it just blows over. Like, yeah. if this was... 2000 and trump was the front runner like a story just came out that this same visa program he wants to cancel he's been using it for his modeling agency and the reason he wants to cancel it is he (laughs) says it's companies use it as an excuse to bring over cheap labor well he promised this model 75 grand a year and over the course of three years she made eight thousand dollars jesus over three years and now she's suing him because like she was basically an indentured servant yeah. Any other campaign or any other election, that would end his campaign because that's everything he's running on. And then this is hard proof that he's not living up to it. And now there's just so much of that. We have so many choices. Like, what scandal do you want? There's too much. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like there's it's an oversaturation of scandals to the point where almost the country people have always wanted us to be. People are always like. Oh, why is America so worried about me? Okay, well, fine. Now we don't worry about shit, and we're going to elect Trump. <laughs> yeah. You happy, France? His entire Never. campaign. Is... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, great French accent. Really good. <laughs> his entire campaign is that has been outrage bait. Like it's everything that comes out of his mouth is the kind of thing that we would normally do a cease of the lion about. Yeah, and that just keeps him everyone talking about him. And it seems remarkably well-timed. Like, when he refused to disavow the KKK, that was right before Super Tuesday, where most of the states voting are in the South. Hmm. No way. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I would love to think that's a coincidence, but I even more think... Oh, it's not. Yeah, like, someone on Trump's side is like, this is a good move right now. Like, <laughs> it's going to get us some votes. Just don't comment on the KKK for 48 more hours. Yeah, yeah, and then when it's all over, be like, yeah, of course I disavow him. 
What do you, yeah. what, what do you think? I'm crazy. <laughs> like he slept with a copy of a Hitler book by his bed, and he's still the front runner. I don't he, think any scandal is going to derail anyone. He openly advocated a war crime during a debate. He's like, "We should kill terrorists' families. We should kill non. We should target non-combatants." Yeah, yeah. and right. then later that week, a general went on Bill Maher's show, and he's like, "We can't do that." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, like, there's something like there's a law written that I, I don't yeah. have to carry out that order as a high-ranking military official. I can yeah. ignore yeah. the president if I want. Yeah, and that came up during the debate. They were like, "Okay, what if you tell the military to commit a war crime and they won't do it because it's a war crime?" And he was like, "Oh, they'll do it. Believe me, <laughs> they'll do it. Yeah, Believe yeah. Me. Believe people me. at home, everybody are like, does what he I say. Strong. He is a strong, strong old guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like, there's just no undoing, and it's been on both sides. Like Hillary Clinton." has had moments, too, that I think in any other election would have been bigger deals. She's had some rough interactions Definitely. with yeah. minority voters. Yeah, She had that list of reasons why she's just like your abuela. Like, that would have... Yeah. Like, if Mitt Romney put out a list why he's just like your Mexican grandfather <laughs> when he was running for president... It would have been over. Like, he might have not <laughs> even Romney been on the ballot no, on the election. Because <laughs> also, like, I feel like Mitt, that 47% thing really, really nailed him. And I, I feel like this year he was like, wait, I really have to go do a speech? Like, the internet, had, the internet doesn't destroy people anymore? I have to... All right, I'll go to Yeah, I feel like I'll if he re-released that 47% right. thing, people would be up. like, His numbers would go oh, up. shit, maybe we should vote for Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah. Well, Trump had a video coming out where he's encouraging his audience to beat people up, and there's another one where he says he can shoot someone and his numbers are going to stay yeah. up. It's like, yeah, yeah. he can't, everything he, he could shoot a lion fine. and his numbers yeah. would go up. Maybe that just shows he knows what's going on. He's a great predictor of people because he was right. He was right. <laughs> everybody he, likes him. He said that and his numbers are the same. <laughs> he, get, he, he got along with everybody. Yeah. It's, it's completely accurate. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's te I mean, that, that part's terrifying. But it's also comforting knowing that if internet backlash comes your way, like almost anyone can survive it. Justine Sacco survived. Remember yeah. her? No. <laughs> really? You forgot her? No, I don't Did remember that. She's oh, the woman yeah. who was... Maybe uh, I was at Bounder for that the, one. The hashtag was, has Justine landed yet? And, yeah, uh, she was. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I yeah. forgot she had a name. She was flying to Africa, which is the continent where the film "The Ghost in the Dark." You mean the country where they filmed "The Ghost in the Dark"? <laughs> well, yeah, because Justine kept finding other work, right? Like she's been employed by. Uh, yeah, well, she first she went. She just stayed in Africa for a month because again Jim. she had a good job. So like, it's not like when they fired her, they were like, I doubt they just packed her shit up and threw it out on the street. They, she probably got a severance package. She basically probably got a vacation out of it. Also, is, wasn't she a PR person? Yeah, shouldn't she? I mean, she's not so unqualified that she's gonna completely step her foot in it again. She probably yeah. knows to stay quiet for a couple of months and then she'll be fine. Yeah, she yeah. probably yeah. knew what was up. She's her own spin doctor. Oh, she, yeah, she made a big mistake, but then she also is not an idiot. She was like and a PR person for a large company. I don't even she's know not, that she yeah. made a huge mistake. It's I, I feel yeah, like that it someone was found. Yeah, yeah, it was just her that joke because I've tweeted more offensive shit than that. Yeah, it just didn't take off. Yeah, it's just that this guy found it and realized what her job was, mm -hmm. which was a PR person for, I don't yeah. remember it's what she... IAC's company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, was... and he decided, it was a guy writing for Gawker, and he's the one who wrote the article about it and kicked the whole thing off. Yeah. But then, and then when Gawker. she finally got another job, he wrote another article like, can you believe she got a job even though I wrote an article about her racist tweet? 
It's like, yeah, fuck you, because you don't matter. Yeah, you're like, just gawker. You're horse shit. Yeah, like you're she's gawker. good you at her. Extorted, you just extorted a gay guy for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for doing for being gay. Yeah, <laughs> you're gawker. You're the worst thing on the internet. Yeah, like she's good at her job. You just fucking post people's tweets as articles. So of course she got, of course she got another job. And then a few months later, she invited the guy to dinner, and mm-hmm. he wrote an article about that and was like, you know. She's really nice and she's really good at her job and she deserves Who like gives a shit? Yeah, it's like yeah. just shut the fuck up already. Yeah. Let me Which, forget this woman's name already. Yeah, yeah. Now I know her name. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, and he's like, oh like like he wrote it like it's some kind of redemption story. And it's like she just tweeted like, something greed. she should have tweeted. That, that did feel a little more like he was trying to pitch himself as such a humanitarian and, and reasonable yeah. person. What's this guy's name? Uh, Sam Biddle, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get why she got in trouble for it, but I can picture, I know so many people, I, I know friends who could tweet that joke and no one would give a shit. Yeah. Well, I could probably tweet that joke. Uber's yeah. not going to fire him. They need yeah. drivers. I could, yeah. I could <laughs> probably tweet that joke and be all right. Because she wasn't, she had, like, she was more making a statement on how... AIDS affects people. Yeah, it's in clear Africa. what the joke is. The joke is not making fun of people for having AIDS. Yeah, it's making okay. fun of the misconception of how AIDS works. Right, but once there's a Gawker article about it, the idea of being able to just see it that way and go, "No, this is stupid." Like that doesn't happen. Like once there's yeah. a Gawker article about it, oh my god, the internet's outraged. Yeah, and and especially because it had like three or four angles on it. Like it's rich people, racism, how we treat Africa, PR person should know better. And also just that it happened, it all blew it up while she was in the air. Day. So we yeah. could all, so everybody was on, just, everybody was just on Twitter, like waiting for the axe to drop, like waiting for it to, like she got fired before she landed. Like it, it was why just can't, why, We should do that to someone. That happened to me today. I was driving to work. My cell phone started buzzing and I got to work and I saw Mark Sanchez was on the Broncos now. Like everyone <laughs> yeah. knew, everyone was like waiting for me. To get <laughs> hashtag my, has Brett landed. Finish my forty-five minute that? drive. Should we to do work. that to everybody when they fly to South by Southwest? And just yeah, <laughs> pretend yeah. Like yeah, we're all fired. All, <laughs> we're all flying tomorrow morning, so do it. Not all of us. I'm not going. I am staying here. I had someone. Sorry, on, have fun, Brett. I had, I, had I never on, get to he go has anywhere. Things to do. I, it's cool. I had someone on Facebook <laughs> ask me if I was going to South by, and I said no. But when you see the other crack people, you should yell at them for not taking me and, oh. she's, and she offered to throw popcorn at dan o'brien for me so oh throw popcorn at dan o'brien for me too someone will throw popcorn i don't actually want to go to south by southwest but throw popcorn. are you there are you going or are you staying? no i think it'd be fun but i just just because i like traveling and i like it when people i hate me crowds to i don't like crowds i don't think i'd be into it there's good tacos <laughs> in austin it's really good do we want to talk about cancel colbert you can i feel like that was a really interesting one right like, I feel like the outrage was directed toward her for being outraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, why not? Like, wh- like why why can't she be mad? Like, it was kind of a racist thing. Yeah, the thing, the, yeah. The, yeah, the thing, everyone points out that when Stephen Colbert s- named the fake, because he created a fake foundation for sensitivity to uh, Asian American issues, but he gave it, like, a really offensive name full of the lots of... Ching Chong Ding Dong Foundation for Sensitivity to Orientals or whatever. Right, and yeah, people he was satirizing what the Washington Redskins did for their Native American yeah, yeah. outreach, which did not involve changing the name of the team. Yeah, at all. <laughs> and I think, but I, th- I think like the thing that made people mad is that like if he wouldn't have done that for a black interest no. group and then used a bunch of racial slurs right. against black people, 
because those yeah, are more right. taboo. And that's a fine point. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that, it, that happened at the Oscars this year where right. Chris Rock was talking about... How uh, racist Hollywood is. Yeah, the, and, how, then. and then he had a bunch of jokes at the expense of Asian Americans. And it was like, well, do you not... Do yeah. <laughs> and that's... And like we're, we're calling out specifically Stephen Colbert and Chris Rock, but really, like, the fascinating thing is that everybody... Like, I also... I had to have that pointed out to me. I wasn't, like, immediately, like, making that connection. Yeah. Because in my mind, it doesn't seem as bad instinctively because I've been... That's how society treats it. I was more fine with it because it was clearly satire, and then also she got outraged about the either Comedy Central or Colbert Colbert show account like tweeting out the joke out of context rather yeah. than she wasn't like watching the episode and got freaked out. Yeah, I don't think right. she I don't think and she so watched he, the episode. Yeah. I think she saw the I think she just saw the the Chiron that went up on the show and yeah, yeah. was like, "What?" and just ran with that immediately. And, yeah, and they're not so, and, the central of comedy. Yeah, because in, in his in his response to it, he was he was very nice. And he was like, "Stop going after it." But he was like, "Yeah." So a, an account I don't run, run by someone who isn't me, took something I did out of context. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm just riding a wave. I don't know, man. It's just yeah, <laughs> right. And then she fit that narrative perfectly of people who are they just get offended over everything and they yeah, hate jokes. Yeah, and then time. you get to kind of just oh yeah, she's another one of those internet people who's just offended by all the jokes. Which yeah. is yeah. not a thing. There's just too many websites and not enough people. Websites need to be talking about what people are up to, but nobody's up to anything. So they're right. just creating yeah. this outrage about yeah. things all the time. Yeah. And we're not really, and like, even like the thing about the outrage we're talking about is it's not real outrage. Like, people weren't really upset about Season of Lion. No. They no. just got to say, oh, if I act upset about Season of Lion, everyone will know that I care about animals. Yeah. I think. Like that's, yeah. And, you know, if, if I act up said about Cancer Colbert, then everyone will know that I, I know a lot about social issues and I tweet about it and this is important to me and this is what I do with my Facebook page is I make it all about serious things. Feel the burn! Yeah. Feel the burn. And I know. We all voted. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, also, and I know we're talking about people who survived internet outrage with no marks on them, whatever, but that one destroyed Stephen Colbert. He has never been on TV since. Right. No. He yeah. He never got a, a bigger, better job. Yeah, he's never been back on Comedy Central. And it, it, I saw him on the street the other day. Just He's, 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 living, he's living below he's me in my been apartment. <laughs> Is he the crazy guy? He's the crazy guy. Come on, me. <laughs> I saw him in the lobby. He was they're hiring a new custodian here, but I don't know if he's gonna get it. <laughs> he drunkenly accosted me on an airplane and started Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> should we do comments? We should just keep talking about our interactions with Stephen Colbert. We should do that. We don't have we can't do music. Well I'll play it underneath. Just oh, yeah. I can't hear it. You know, that is the wrong music. You know, it's a big world out there. Don't matter. I want you to know. That's not true. Is that the entertainment tonight thing? Yeah. John Tesh. John Tesh Alien. Okay. So this segment is called Your Voice Matters. Where we read your stupid fucking comments. In the past few shows and respond to them personally. 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 Uh, no voicemails, but you can call the voicemail line at 505 3 Unpops. We should be up and running yeah, by next week. Once we get things fixed, we'll do. Next week is just going to be all voicemails. It's going to be the all voicemail show. We could That's, do that. Yeah. That would actually be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, we would need, we yeah. would need more good voicemails. Yeah. Call A lot in. of them are like really long and about nothing. 
Call in with really good voicemails, and maybe we'll do an all-voicemail show. People who leave bad voicemails are the worst. Please yeah. leave your outrage about that yeah. statement. Yeah, I'm sorry if you call, um, you know. But you, you, you don't <laughs> leave great ones. We're outraged. Teresa RMH says, It kind of sounds like Danny moved away from the mic to try to get her head close to her southern region at this part. I assume she's talking about the part Richie. where we were talking about Marilyn Manson having a rib removed so he could suck his own dick. You're looking at me like I remember this happening. No, I'm just looking at you. I don't because that's oh, where I Danny think... was sitting. It's nice, just nice to look at me. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Josh would know whether it was a myth or not. Oh, the Marilyn Manson thing's totally oh, okay. a myth. He didn't get ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. But yes, Danny was. Uh... The ribs aren't what stop you. Like you need just need a huge dick. <laughs> Maybe like one, one or two less discs in the back. Yeah, there's all kinds of, of all parts, several parts of your anatomy that are stopping you from sucking your own dick. Yeah, just or just be Fuck a dog. Spleen. Like just become a dog in some like kind of really wacky good book in the nineties called Fifty Five Things Keeping You from Sucking Your Own Dick. It was a really weird why fifty uh, five self help thing. The, that was a really weird Animorphs, the one where <laughs> they all turned into dogs so they could suck their own dicks. It's <laughs> not even a mystery to solve in this yeah. one. <laughs> I haven't read any of those books. I just assume they're like... No, 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 no. They fight aliens. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's genuine. I thought it was like some, some sort of like Goosebumps kind of, you know... It was the same. Boxcar it was like, it Brothers was, There's like of 80 of them. It's, it's yeah. that way, yeah. It was just like, great, like same kind of... Same genre of book as Goosebumps. Were, sure. Like same yeah. age group, but... Nope, they fought aliens. <laughs> okay. Do we have... <laughs> yeah, you don't... You, you guys... You don't like King of Limbs? I think King of Limbs is all right. Yeah, someone. I uh, actually listened to it a little bit yesterday. It's pretty good. King of Lent. King, I, it's not my. It's not my favorite Radiohead. Yeah. It's a pretty deep. It's a pretty deep cut. The album is all deep cuts. And it felt like a freebie when it came out. Of it. it was just like, oh, this too. Hey, well, they're all freebies. You know. Yeah, that's seriously. Yeah, the internet now exists it's... now, Alex. Everything's oh, free. Do people get mad on it? No. <laughs> Only if you steal Radiohead albums. <laughs> Locrius? Is that what it says? Looks like it. Says, Baby, wow. One More Time came out when I was 11, and I think it was the first music video to give me a boner, so it will always have a special place in my heart. Pretty hot video. You Congratulations. Pervert. You fucking pervert. We were talking about that the other day, how people like to just announce when, if a specific celebrity, like, gave them... Their they, first you Gave boner. them their first boner, ushered them through puberty. And, like, they, they'll even, like, want to tell the celebrity. I hear Susan Sarandon gets that a lot. <laughs> like, I've read things about that. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, okay, great. Don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> Eliza Washington left 25 comments. As One does. of them says, I love you, bitches. One says, I oh, saw man. Elijah Wood get groped. My one of the Gogol Bordello backup dancers outside an SF punk club circa 2005. Gogol Bordello has backup dancers? They're all backup dancers. <laughs> what? Is she hoping, like, if she makes it that specific, that the dancer will be like, oh, yeah, that was me. Hey. Like, we'll, like, <laughs> they'll, like, re- oh, remember were, it. Were you telling cool stories about meeting celebrities? I don't think so. Were we? I don't have a lot of stories no. about meeting celebrities. Jesus. Oh, I did. I did say I didn't want to meet Anthony Kiedis once. Pete Wentz was in Sex Drive. You're correct, Eliza Washington. The all of Fall Out Boy was in Sex Drive. Someone said, you said my name correctly. Thank you so much. Is it Stephanie Morrell? Yeah. Did I say it correctly again? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> it seems like it yeah. wouldn't be. It's... Why'd you roll those dice, man? I, li- I know. I should have listened to it again. Made sure how I said it last time. That is Stephanie Muriel. 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 Uh, Coldplay is not one of the best bands out there today. No. That's not true. No. Marcus Baldenegro. 
No, you are incorrect, sir. Pro- I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, y- I like y- them, all right, but come on. What the fuck are you talking about? Yamarayan says, would love a Fort Minor album. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. <clears throat> you can do better. There's actually Fallout Boys coming up. I, I grew up in Glen Ellen, Illinois, and Fallout Boys like from the Chicago area. And a friend of mine saw them when they were like starting out, starting out playing a show at Enchanted Castle. And Enchanted Castle is like a chain of Chuck E. Cheese type places. Awesome. Like they just it just had a stage, and and they that's like oh well, we can find find stage time here. So all right, yeah. we'll push those robots off to the side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course they were at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Patrick Stump came in here to record a podcast for Dan with Dan O'Brien for Dan O'Brien's Howl podcast. He was a nice fella. Pete Wentz yeah, almost overdosed too. in the parking lot of a Best Buy because, of course, o- overdosed else? on sweet deals or yeah, yeah. like where else is he going to go? I think Valium or something. <laughs> okay. Of course, you're in the parking lot of a Best the Magnolia. Buy. I hope he's Home entertainment right. center. No, this was a long time ago. He's I, fine. Yeah. I, I totally believe that Stump is a nice guy. He had that really nice blog post where he talked about how everyone hated him. Yeah. I'm sure he we never really guys. pinpointed who he was talking about, like who it was that wrote about him. Yeah. Well, he's an oh, because he mentioned Cracked. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, he said one of his favorite Cracked writers made fun of him. And Alex. <laughs> I think we nar- we'd narrowed it down to like either Gladstone, me, or Dan, I think. Tim Clark, 46 says, I remember when these podcasts used to have defined topics. Is the topic of this podcast Adam is shitty and opinionated about music part 30? Listen, fuck you, you Australian piece of shit. I remember when internet wait, commenters wait. were insightful and interesting. Wait, look at the... Look at the t- I, see, I see a couple Tim Clark comments. We just yeah, read Tim that Clark, one. Yeah, Tim and Clark then, swings for the fences. And then the one above it is, I don't like when all the commenters attack <laughs> ATB. <laughs> Yeah, he said it makes him feel like less oh. of a special snowflake. No, actually, I take that back. That makes sense. Tim he Clark. wants to be the only one. Yeah, he, he wants to be the only one. suplex Tim Clark into a fucking bookcase one day. That's what's going to happen to him. Except it'll be like suplex in Australia. You do it under your legs because True. everything's opposite Definitely. There. And so you get like, hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's a reverse suplex if you want to hurt the person. Oh, okay. And you do it like a flip, and then the books fall up. I don't know a lot about geography. I wonder if Tim <laughs> Clark hates me, too. Sometimes when I get like a tweet that's like, quit cracked, you're, you're not funny, they'll, they'll be like, you're even worse than Adam. Probably. Oh, so yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Tim Clark's mostly just joking with me, but I'm sure he hates you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's, it's just a bit when he talks about you, but I'm actually... Yeah, it's mostly a bit. I mean, I'm going to fuck him up someday, but it's, yeah, it's just a bit. We're fine. Tim Clark's great. I don't know, he looks pretty badass. No, no. <laughs> we're oh, giving, him, that, we're giving him way too much face. time look on this podcast. Face. Yeah, Tim yeah. Clark's getting. This is the Tim Clark hour. Fuck that guy. Don't like it. Censor all this shit. Yeah, that's that face just isn't punchable. Oh, that's super punchable. You no. can't punch a face like that. Yeah, you can. It'd be like smashing a Ming vase. He's like doing the Andrew <laughs> WK face, but he doesn't have blood on it. Like you want to put blood on it. Get some blood on that yeah, face, Tim Andrew Clark. WK I, think face. A, I think it's a beautiful. Go out in the street and get punched. Transcendent. Vision. Um, Amanda Murphy says she is not gonna vote for Trump. Probably. Probably. Sounds like she is. I feel like, I, yeah, I'm not convinced. We think I feel, yeah, I feel like the, the Samir podcast sold her on Trump. There's also, I read a lot of stories where <laughs> they, they'll say like, that hey, the Republican primary went this way, and surprisingly few late deciding voters went for Trump. And I'm like, yeah, if you're going to vote for Trump, I feel like you know it. You know it. Yeah. Like, he's he has a clear brand. Like, what's gonna what what sudden thing is going to make you be like, oh him? Like, it's just <laughs> there's not like a pocket of hateful bigots. They're like, if only there was oh, a Trump's visible running? candidate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
I didn't know that. I'm going to gather all my facts first. (laughs) Yeah, they're not doing research. (laughs) All right. Should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Alex. Do you have anything to plug? I would bring Dio back. Dio's dead, scumbag stormtrooper. You can't do that. My cat in South Dakota, her, her name was Dio. I also so did. Dio. No, Dio's still alive, I think. Better be. No. He wasn't that old. The cat or uh, the cat? Okay. I saw Dio's last performance in the United States before he passed away. I did not know he was What there. did you do to Dio, you son of a bitch? <laughs> no, but he qualified he that way. cancer. It's always the last person to see him. He qualified no, he, that with the United States, so it yeah, seems yeah, like he, he did Japan plenty of <laughs> And then he died. And then I tracked him there and I killed him. <laughs> like, uh, we didn't... I mean, we, we went to Japan. We didn't know it. I didn't it was know he was taken sick. for you. Followed him there. That was it. Josh killed Dio the lion. I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know he was sick. But like in retrospect, I should have because he'd be like, "This next song's about love," and then start playing Neon Knights. And I was like, "I don't think it is." But you're Dio, so yeah. I saw Dick Dale in where what, I think Malibu. Right? Malibu. Yeah. 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 And is uh, the KKK guy. No, no. that's Clark. The, he's a surf Clark guitarist. He's on yeah. like uh, that song from Pulp Fiction. Everybody yeah, likes. the song oh. Miserably. Pulp yeah. Fiction. What is called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does a crazy cover of Amazing Grace. Yeah. But uh, we got there like kind of in the middle, and they just let us in free. So we were like, oh, cool, we got in because it was like fifteen dollars. We saved some money. And then the next day, I read an article: Dick Dale touring to save his life. <laughs> like he doesn't have. He's super sick and doesn't have health insurance. So every show he does is like life or death. He needs this money. And we just strolled in like, ah, it's got half an hour to go. We're not paying. (laughs) You kidding me? We'll see Dick Dale again if you're going to make us pay. Yeah. The moral is don't read the news. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't find this stuff out, man. Moral for the podcast. (laughs) Don't read the news. Don't go on the internet. Yeah. And uh, don't shoot Cecil the lion. (laughs) Because he's already dead. Alex, do you have anything to plug? Well, yeah, you, uh, well, uh, you, you and me are going to be in Kansas City, April 7th. April 7th, Kansas City, yeah. Davies Uptown Ramblers Club. Yeah. It's a great jingle. It's going to be a you. great show. A couple Kansas City comics as well. And, yeah, uh, Glenn and... Bolton and Kevin Amend, and then me and Alex yeah. and Vanessa Gritton. Yeah, and it's my first uh, time there for any reason. I'm, I'm uh, excited. I hear there's amazing barbecue. We're going to eat so much barbecue. Yeah. We're going to eat lion. Barbecued lion. Do you have anything to plug, Josh? Yeah, I got my Twitter, which is at JF Sergeant. And also, I will be portraying the secretary in the upcoming Ghostbusters reboot. So, <laughs> go see that. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to make a big thing of it. I'm announcing it now. That's me. This goes up March 16th. That is a Tuesday, right? Wednesday? That's a Wednesday, I think. I am yeah. in Long Beach that night, uh, March 16th. I will be at the gas lamp telling the jokes uh so come to that and yeah come see us april 6th in kansas city and uh i think seventh seventh yeah just come to kansas city and wait yeah be there make yourself get there now yeah get there now and wait see the first like five royals games and then come see (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get the fuck out of here alex say goodbye bye say goodbye brett goodbye say goodbye bye 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 bye